Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Change What We Normalize podcast, where we have powerful conversations and we break down disempowering stigmas. And I'm blessed today to have a very special guest that I believe is going to truly bless you with his testimony, his story, um, his inspiration. Um, and he has a powerful message coming right up, y'all. Uh, this is my guy right here. Who am I? What's going on, bro? What's good, brother? Appreciate you taking some time, man. I'm, I'm glad that we finally got to connect. You know what I'm saying? Interesting enough, we connected quite a few years ago, now that I think about it. Yeah. Initially, quite a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through through mutual connections, actually. Mutual friends. Yeah, yeah. But to see where you are now and to see the work that you're doing now, bro, it's, it's incredible. So I'm just glad that we got to connect, that you're on the podcast, y'all. Look, you're really about to be blessed. So we're about to jump into this thing, man. But I appreciate you. But before I start, I don't want to be rude, um, but I think it's super important that I constantly check in with people um, and that we check on each other. You know what I'm saying? It's super important. Uh, mental health issues are on the rise, uh, especially since the pandemic started. And it was on the rise before that, but the pandemic like heightened a lot of it. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know when this is going to release, Mike, but I found out today that is it Regina King? Yeah. Her, her son. son. Her son just passed away and committed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, suicide, which is, you know, our love and our prayers go out to her. Um, it's very disheartening, you know what I'm saying? But it just lets me know how real this thing is. So it's super important for me to constantly check in on people, especially us. So my brother, on a scale of one to 10, uh, just a mental health check-in, how are you feeling today? Man, um, first of all, I see that you do that. You do this like what, every morning, right? You do the mental health thing? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's always dope, man. I think that's a great idea. I'm, I'm Right now, I'm at a seven. Nice. Um which is pretty good. I yes, think that uh, uh, I've been on the uptick. I, I've been in a p- place and time in my life where um, I'm kind of cutting out a lot of the things that um, are distractions or a lot of the things that I say block me from my fullest potential. Right. Um, and so the seven is pretty solid, man. I, I've been I've been feeling a lot better lately. You know what I'm saying? So nice. That's nice. A blessing. No, that, that's good, man. That's good. Seven seven is solid, man. It's funny. I ask uh, students all the time because I'm in a school and um, they kind of just go up and down so sporadically. I'm just like, hey, why'd you pick that number? Like, Why are you, why are you a two today? Mm-hmm. Man, you know, it was cold outside. I'm like, bro, that ain't no reason to like, <laughs> come on, let's dig a little deeper. So, but I'm glad that, you know, here that you're doing well, that you're seven, you're getting better. Um, if I'm honest with myself, I'm probably like a seven, eight today. I started off as a seven, um, but being here and being able to create and converse with you that automatically boosted for me so i'm at an eight so i don't want to waste any more time i want to jump right into this y'all um i actually do have a question that i want to start with i was going to start with you know getting to know more behind you know your story and things like that but why the name who am i yo all right so this is crazy right um i used to rap under the name teddy teddy henson my middle name is theodore and um i used to make music about a lot of different things based off of what was on the radio, also what was inside of me. So some tracks would be like Future or Meek Mill. Other tracks would be more like myself. And I had a conversation with my father who said something along the lines of, if you want to take this seriously, you got to stand for something. Mm. And because um, he would hear, you know, I was in the basement making music and they would hear the music I was making. And at that point, I was like, yo, I need to change my name. Uh, so I'm thinking about names. and I literally got a list of like 10, 13 names. I'm just upset because I felt like none of them represented me. So mm-hmm. I was asking myself, like, yo, who am I? Who am I? And literally, I'm like, that's fire. <laughs> that's fire. Um, 
And then from then, I just wanted to represent that journey and kind of find yourself because that's that's like where I was at at the time. So, mm. yeah, that's fire. And, you know, it's interesting as I was, you know, listening to your music and just kind of going, I'm like, yo, I think I get why this is the name. Like, I get I think I get why why he chose this. Who am I? And then it made me start thinking, like, yo, who am I? And then I started thinking, like, yo, I can only imagine as, you know, things grow for you, people are listening to your music, being inspired by it. But at the same time, they're asking themselves, yo, who am I? And I think that that's 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 fire, bro. That's a fire name. You you got that one off. So let's dive into it, man. Um, I'm a big quote person. I was talking to you about it earlier. I'm huge on quotes. If you've been watching this show for any amount of time and following any of these episodes, you know how I get down with the quotes. I literally have files on my phone and my notes of quotes after quotes after quotes. It could be something you said, he said, I said, uh, somebody famous. It doesn't even matter. But if it speaks to me, I'm writing it down. Um, because I live by these quotes. So I'm huge on this one quote that says, your story is about you, but it's not for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I truly believe that, yeah, our stories are about us. You know what I'm saying? All of those things happen to us, what we went through, how we grew through it. It's about us, but it's for us to inspire and encourage and motivate and bless somebody else. So with that being said, I want you to go ahead and share with the people a little bit more about who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And how you kind of got to this point to where you are right now. Yeah. You know, what was that journey like? Cool, cool. So this this story is all in retrospect. I'm going to try to remember how I felt in the moment. But right. um, this story is completely in retrospect. So um, long story short, when I was very, very young, probably like um, six or seven ish, every picture that you can find of me where I'm actually smiling. I have like a toy guitar, like a toy drum. Um, every other one, literally, I'm crying, like my eyes out. So that's interesting. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but I didn't notice that until maybe like three or four years ago. So as I'm growing up, I'm just trying a bunch of different things. I'm playing basketball because that's what my dad did in high school. And so um, but I'm going through some sort of like crisis. Like I don't feel like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I began to make music. And as soon as I began to make music, everyone, it felt like, had a reason for why I shouldn't be doing it. So um, obviously it was out of love, but like I remember moms telling me like, yo, this is not like real or like, you know, also like find a real job, which is something a mom would do, like also find a real job. Um, I remember friends literally telling me like, if you're not making these tracks like future, nobody's going to listen. These are conversations Mm. in the car with your bros and they're probably trying to look out or hating, whatever. But um, I just kept on, I just kept on doing it because it was, it was a beautiful thing, man. It, it it gave me an outlet. And so when I was around 12 or 13, I had a uh, a mentor of mine let me sit in the studio and I would just watch him create. And uh, he would make his beats and like run into the booth and record. It's beautiful. So from there, I would study like hours and hours on YouTube, just making music, making music. And then um, we had that moment where I spoke about when I changed my name to Who Am I? And when that happened, man, everything just changed because I, I felt like, I was representing something more than me, you know. I wasn't. I didn't feel like I fit in in high school. I didn't feel like um, people understood who I was. But I also couldn't conform. Like I, I was never comfortable with um, just doing the status quo or, or just being cool. Or so um, I continued to make music, continued to make music, and I ended up going to college. For my mom signed me up uh, for what engineering. So literally, mm. I sit down in class, right. Uh, I'm in Virginia State at this point. I sit down in class and the, the the guy's lecturing and I'm like, I raise my hand. I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. I don't think I'm supposed to be here. Didn't even understand oh, wow. like 
why I was in an engineering class. I, I didn't. So changed it to computer science, which is kind of what we talked about earlier, the website design. So I got some computer science underneath my belt. Then I got kicked out of Virginia State. A lot of weird stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was like a scholarship situation. So lost my scholarship. Was blessed to go to Rowan. And uh, at Rowan, I was able to really find myself and maneuver. I was able to, uh, you know, book the venues for free. So that was the, that was the high point. It was like... There were and, free and venues. The venues in Rowan or like around Rowan? In Rowan, like the art galleries. Uh, oh, yeah, just the, yeah, the yeah they have those there. Yeah, so um, the whole time I was just making music, making music, but the college experience gave me some something deeper, man, because, you know, you just go through a lot of emotional things in college. You probably get the first girl you loved, your first situation where, like, you feel like people are fronting on you. So I felt like I made a lot of my best music in college. Um, and I had outlets to express by throwing events and giving platforms to people. I remember that time, too, not to cut you off. I remember, like, you were heavy on throwing events. I don't know if anybody was doing that. Bruh. It's like, and that's, I love throwing events, bro. It's like, mm-hmm. keeps me tapped into the community. But, um, yeah, man. And uh, I, I changed my major while in school to music industry. So I went into school as, like, a business major or something like that. Changed it to music industry while simultaneously like doing studies on my own at work um, into like marketing and just branding and things of that nature. And uh, once I graduated, I I was able to get a job in the music industry. So now I run uh, marketing campaigns for artists, which was great because like, I remember like parents telling me, you know, this isn't like, this is shaky. Not that you can't do it, but like, this is, you know, we know musicians and, and it gets like that. And I just felt blessed to be able to just keep working, keep trying. And, um, make it make it happen and i'm not all the way there yet but i feel like i'm at a point where people understand my message um people are getting what, I, what i'm trying to put out and i can financially support myself so that's all i can ask for at this point right right so you say you're currently working in the music industry now doing what was it marketing marketing campaigns, marketing yes. campaigns. so this allows you pretty much the freedom to earn an income, but then also create your art on the side. Yes. But all of it's still tied into the music industry. All of it is still tied and into And I know that you have your own studio. Yes. So that's, that's in your house? Yeah, that's in the living okay. room. That's yeah. fire. Yeah. That's fire. So how did that come about? And I've literally been, like, bro, I've literally recorded in a music studio, an official one, like, maybe two times in my entire life. Really? I've always you mad, made music. You got mad music, bro, that only had done it twice. So that's how I came up. My mentor, who would have me, and it was in his house. We would sit in his like garage with his music studio, and he would literally like press record and then run into his closet and go record. And so I didn't know nothing else. That's how I learned to make music. And oh wow, I got a job and just invested into the studio slowly but surely. Dang, that's that's powerful, man, and that that's freedom at the same time because it's like I can create when I want to create, like that's, that's a powerful luxury right there to be able to do that and, and have the resources within arm's reach. Like I'm feeling creative at, you know, two in the morning, I need to go. That's, that's fire. Cause the way you got it set up, it looked like some, some real deal. Like, appreciate that. Like the whole setup. I got to talk to you about that. Cause I, I need to learn, bro. I really need to learn. So I want to go a little deeper with you. Um, because on this podcast, we talk a lot about resilience, faith, um, and vulnerability. And I hear that like deep in your music. Like I said, I literally went through the whole catalog that I can find on iTunes uh, today, and I was just listening and listening and just listening. I'm just like, yo, these men, I can relate to a lot of this stuff, too. Like, I felt like you were talking to me, but then also I felt like you were in certain situations that I had been in. I was like, yeah, I know what that felt like. 
You know what I'm saying? So you said a lot of stuff you created while at Rowan, but now, you know, obviously graduated, working, doing your thing. Where, where are you still tapping in? Like, how are you still tapping into that inspiration to create? Because it's not like you're slowing down the creative process. Mm-hmm. It's not like your work, the quality is getting lower. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you tapping into? Because I, I firmly believe a lot of artists these days create art from a dark place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But all of your music isn't like you're in some dark, you know, stressed out place. A lot of it is, is hope and encouragement, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what, what do you really tap into in your creative process? Word. Well, um, man, a lot of it has to do with my relationship with God, right? Because I make music about my my perspective on my own life. And so mm. I know that... Um, I like that. You know, the Bible says he has abundantly more for us. I know that... I know there are great things ahead of me. So when I go through certain trials and tribulations, instead of getting stuck in them, I like to create from those places because... Once I put it out into the world and, and once people hear it and once I can hear it, like I go back and listen to my songs and heal from listening to how I've expressed. It helps me get over it. I always tell people that I'm never stuck in a place if you've heard the song about it. So like people be like, yo, are you OK? Uh, yeah, I've heard yeah, your yeah. song. Like, are you good? And I would be like, what are you talking about? Genuinely, like, what are you talking about? And they'd be like the song. And I'd be like, oh, it was out already. Like I expressed yeah. it. It's, it's in the world now. I'm past that. So. Um, I create music just about what I go through every day, man. Which is powerful, man. Because what happens is you're not trying to put on the front. Because nah. I'm creating literally the life that I'm living and the things that I'm growing, going through in the phases. And that, that reminds me of artists like, you know, maybe a J. Cole, a Kendrick, where it's like they're creating for the times that they're in. And then they're putting that out into the world. And obviously it's coming back and being well received. So with your art, um, how is it being received by your audience? I, I, that is the most amazing part, man. Because it's like... There's some tracks I'm hesitant to put out, right? Because I don't want to, you know, we talked about it earlier. Instagram is a lot about flexing. The internet is a lot about showing how cool you are. But, you know, some places are very vulnerable when I make these tracks. Um, But I get messages like, yo, I feel exactly the same way. Or or even encouragement like, yo, you got this, bro. Like, I remember Mm -hmm. when I was there, people are connecting to it differently than they would if I was, like, putting out a flex song or a turn up. I think it's a very emotional connection. So yeah, that's that's right. the best part about it. I'm gonna be honest. I wake up every morning, and I um, like I give my gratitude or whatever I'm thankful for. But then like I screenshot a lot of the comments because I need encouragement. Because it's like every week, sometimes I don't feel like doing it, and I just read some of the comments, bro. And I'm like, nah, like you got somebody to. needs it. People are somebody being impacted by this. Yeah, that's powerful, man. And the way that you're creating in that process, and that you have those supporters is always. I found for myself that it's always when I'm at like that low point when I need some encouragement that it just it like comes through where I'm just like, man, is this really working? God, like, is this really what you called me to? And then, like you said, you get that message or that phone call or, you know, whatever it is. And it's just like, yeah, let me just keep going. Mm-hmm. And you don't worry so much about the the algorithm, algorithm and the numbers, because those are things we really can control, man. And I think it's important for people to really start creating from their heart and putting out the best quality that they can. Like you're not just creating, like you you invested money. You know what I'm saying? You you set up a money, right? Like talk about it a little bit. Like that's a real investment in yourself. And I feel like a lot of times, especially for creatives, and this isn't me, you know, trying to rag on creatives or nothing. I, I consider myself a creative. But I remember times where we want somebody to invest in us or give us something for free. And we aren't willing to put dollars and effort into ourselves and what we're building and what we're creating. 
it's like, yeah, I'm trying to find a cheaper way to do it. It's like, there is no cheaper way. Like, you need to invest in this. You need to get this MacBook because this is what you need it for. Like, are you serious about doing this? And I feel like sometimes God is sitting back like, yo, show me you're serious. Yes. <laughs> like, show me you're serious. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Show me you're serious. So, nah, man, um, that was good. That was good. So, what I really want to talk about is this because, again, I've been impacted, inspired by your music. I actually just downloaded a bunch of it and put it on my list. Um, I got a playlist called Believers, uh, and it's just, you know, a bunch of people who are believers who make dope music. Um, a bunch of that. And we was actually listening to some when we came into the room. Um, but I also want to talk a little bit more about mental health as a creative. Mm. Um, I feel like it's something that we don't talk about often. Um, again, a lot of us, we use our art to express a lot of things. But for you, you created art that you've already essentially healed from. So I can give this to other people. A lot of times creatives, they're still in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think of like a Mary J. Blige. And I talked about this on the last episode. Um, she was creating her best work from a very hurt place. And then me and my wife watched her documentary that just came out not too long ago. And it's like, oh, she's still not past that stuff. Yeah, like She's still in that spot. And it's just like, man, as consumers, we love the, the the quality of it. We love the music. We love the songs. We want to cry with you, all that stuff. But to what what expense, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I want to ask you for a creative, how important was it for you to go ahead and, you know, seek your healing, get some understanding? Um, I know you're deep with spirituality and just really trying to hear from God and stay in tune. Like, how important was that stuff for you, especially with your creative process? And- Yo, this is crazy, right? Because... Um- this is how this is like a philosophy about music that I have, right? Where it's like, because I'm also a fan of a lot of music, there's been times where like artists have had the soundtrack to my life. And like based on Facts. their songs, that's a fact. It's how I'm moving throughout life, right? And so um whether it's an album or a song, I always like to have and Kanye spoke about this on his Drink Champs interview, which I thought was very dope because yeah. I've always felt like this. He calls it a redemptive quality in the music, meaning like if I'm taking you on a journey through some sort of something I've been through, I'm never going to leave you there mm. because I, as an as a consumer, like I don't want you to be stuck where I was stuck at. So I make sure to heal myself because honestly, there is a, there are a group of people who are every week are waiting to see like, yo, how does he feel? I feel exactly the same way. Why, why would I leave you in depression, hurt, failure, shame? Like I'm going to show you it's a way out of it mm. type of thing. So that's how I feel about the music. I always like to end it with some sort some sort of like positive hope something you can grab on and like take some actionable steps towards Mm, that's powerful man that's powerful and i hope that that word encourages somebody that's listening actually i know it's going to encourage somebody um especially somebody who's kind of going through that process now and feeling alone and realizing that you know you're not alone right um i feel like a lot of artists are scared to be like scrutinized you know what i'm saying or to lose their popularity because they're being too transparent and raw um, and honestly, that's why I appreciate Kanye. You know, even though he has his flaws, like we all do as humans, um, I can just appreciate like how he's himself all the time. Whether that's the loud, wilding out, grab a microphone out your hand, Kanye, or just sitting there, just chilling. Mm-hmm. I think that it's powerful to be yourself um, in a world where everybody's trying to be somebody else. And um, for you creatives out there, man, seriously, dive deep into your, your mental health and your mental healing because nothing's more important than that. Um, we see a lot of artists break down. Um, they get the fame, they get all the stuff, they get on the pedestal and then they just fall apart and crumble. Mm-hmm. 
because they were never in a, they were never in a spot where mentally they were healed. And you got to remember, at the end of the night, it's just you in that mirror. You in the bathroom. It ain't fans. It ain't nobody else. It ain't your parents. It's like it's you and you. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that we always speak affirmations all day all over our lives. Now, if we're going to choose to make those affirmations positive, that's up to us. Right. We got to be intentional about that. But we're constantly speaking affirmations. People are like, I don't believe in affirmations. It's like, you don't got to. You're doing it anyway. As soon as you wake up, your brain is going wild with saying certain things about yourself, no matter what the outside world thinks. So I think that for us creatives, for, for really anybody, if you're going to do anything of excellence, anything of significance, you have to take care of that inner man, that inner person, and not be so worried about the exterior. And that's the challenging part with social media, because it's like you want to create, you want people to see certain things. But at the same time, I don't want to be shallow on the inside either. And for me, honestly, I've been wanting to like get off of social media. But at the same time, when I'm creating, we're doing the podcast, it's like, I got to be on. So it's, it's like a battle back and forth, man. It's a battle back and forth. Like you, you make music. It's like I want to be on this all day, yes. but it's like, yo, I, 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 I'm gonna get my music out. Mm-hmm. Like this is a free platform where I can put this thing out, be independent, and um, it's it's a weird dichotomy, but it's here to stay. We just got to make the best of it and really monitor, you know, how we utilize it for the most part. Um, so I did have something else that I really, really wanted to ask you. Um. In regards to that, in regards to, I believe it's called Find Yourself, what was it, Find Sundays, Yourself Sundays? Yeah. That was fire. Where did that, that concept come from? First, the, the name Find Yourself Sundays speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Um, one that it's on Sunday, but then it's also, you know, really find yourself, dig deep into yourself. It all kind of plays into even who, you know, your, your artist name. Mm-hmm. Where did that concept come from for Find Yourself? So, um Man, like, all right, so I did a freestyle one day um, in front of a green screen just randomly to promote an album that was up, upcoming. And I just loved, like, I loved how it came out. I thought it represented me. And so I was like, yo, I want to do this very often. I saw a lot of, like, influencers in my space preaching about consistency and content, Toby's of the world, the Russes of the world. Toby, yeah. And um, I just, I, I thought I could do it. So I decided to go at it every week. And, um, it's just the content of my songs, man. Like I'm always trying to figure out who I am because I truly believe like there's a there's like a a me at a hundred percent that can achieve whatever I want to, mm. and all I have to do is figure myself out because there's so much programming in the world like social media, mainstream media, TV, radio, what people tell you that gets programmed into your brain, and so um, I just want to find myself because God created me with a purpose, and so if I figure out who God created me to be. Um, through the music, I will be able to, you know, achieve what, what is destined for me. So that's that's kind of the concept when I approach these songs. It's like, yo, who am I? Not No pun intended, but it's like, who am I? And how can I get back to that so that I can get back on the mission? You know? mm. Do you have like a vision for that, for like the uh, Define Yourself Sundays? Or is it more like, this is something I want to gift y'all? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's interesting. I, I have a lot of like, future plans but this is one that i'm really adamant about and i want to make happen i just gotta get the logistics right but i get a lot of artists who love what i do and are interested in doing the same and so i get a lot of questions about how i make these videos or can i get features 
And it's very hard for me to do features in, in the capacity that I work doing this every week. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about like kind of taking off my verses of these songs and putting them up for people to do their own versions based mm-hmm. off of what I'm talking about that week. Like I just did self-care. Everybody got some form of self-care they got to do. Like put your heart on these songs, man. And um, yeah, just just have it. That's fire. Yeah. So that that's kind of where I want to take it um, in the future. Yeah. That's a fire concept, man. And I love the, the community aspect of it as well. And I love that that the thinking that you have is like not me but we. It's like yo, y'all all got something to lay on this. You know what I'm saying? Put your like you said, put your heart on this thing. I think that that's powerful, man. So that yeah, that that's dope, man. That's dope. And I've been tuning in and just seeing them. Um, it it reminds me of similar to like how Toby was doing mm-hmm. for a while, and I think there's a few other artists as well. But I think it's a great way to really connect with your audience and them to get to know you a little deeper on a different level and it keeps you sharp yeah because you're constantly creating <laughs> constantly creating which is not an easy thing to do bro not an easy thing to do someone who's putting out quality stuff every week one of my boys he lives in cali his name is uh uh kev his, his artist name is kev decor i remember he was doing a song every week with a video and then when he got to cali he had cranked it up a notch for a year and um he talked to me about it, like, because he almost burnt out doing it, but he was doing a song every day. Mm-hmm. He was doing a song every day. He was, he was that determined when he got to Cali. And now he's out there still creating, but he learned a lot about the industry while he was out there. So it's not what we think it is. Mm-hmm. So he pulled back and now he's, you know, slowly producing new content and new songs. But I never forget that he was putting a song every day because I was download, downloading him on SoundCloud and iTunes every single day. He was putting out a song of like two minutes. Maybe like two minutes to almost close to three minutes every day. And I was like, bro, how are you creating like this? Like, you got to be in a crazy zone mm-hmm. of like cutting off all distractions and everything like that. So I thought that was powerful, but I feel like as an independent artist, you got to do what you got to do. And I kind of want to talk to you about that because you're an independent artist. Yep. Why the, and I kind of know why. I feel like it only makes sense to go independent these days because of all the outlets. But was that always your mindset to, to be independent or was you? at one point, like looking for that record label to come in and, and see your talent and pull you on? Yeah, so um, when I was coming up in high school, man, like I wasn't even thinking about like the business or anything. I was just making the music, but I was signed to an indie label and that's where, really? yeah, yeah. What was this? This was eighth or ninth, 10th grade. That's actually how- um, That young? I met, yeah, this is this is how I met our mutual, our mutual yeah. partner, yeah, so. Through him, I met somebody. We got into we got into like a little deal, and um, wow. while I was in that situation, um, at there were just some things that I, I just wasn't really cool with as far as like creative control. So at, most artists they don't want to do the things that I want to do. Like I want to control every element of like how I release things, um, the visual components because I kn- I know my audience because it's me. I literally make music for me, so I know exactly how to do things. Um, and after just some bumping heads and some some situations, that's what made me go to school for music industry. Because mm. from that situation, right. I said, yo, if I can just learn this and figure out the avenues, I'm more than capable of, of getting where I want to go. Um, that's a gem right there. For yeah. People that, if you ain't catch that, like he, it was a problem. It was something where he hit some adversity. He's like, I'm going to go learn this thing. Like, that's a gem. Yeah. So that was that situation. And, um. This is by necessity, man. Like, I just want to control 
how things come out. You, you see the Kanye tweet where he's like, yo, Netflix, please don't put this out. For, for the new, that was it, the gene, genius? Guy? Yeah, yeah, his yeah, documentary. Yeah. He said, I want to control my image. That's just what it is, man. Like, when you're a record label, you see a person and you kind of mold this image. But I just know. I'm blessed in that way where it's like, God has told me, like, your story is enough. You put that out to the world, people will gravitate toward that. Um, so I, 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 I kind of feel like I owe it to God to put it out with integrity. Right, you know? right. And I, I'm the only person I feel like that can deliver that message like that. So right. that, that's where the independent grind comes so from. so interesting, man, because I was having a conversation with somebody about that, like the independent route versus, you know, the, the record label route. And as we know, you know, with the record label route, you know, you get a little money, different advances and stuff like that. And a lot of people jump at the money. And they jump at the quick fame, but they lose all control. And then you hear about these crazy deals where you got to buy this back for X amount of dollars and all these different things. And it's like, yo, why'd you sell that? You know what I'm saying? But it's also a slow grind. Mm -hmm. And we, what we were talking about earlier before the cameras was on, it's like, I don't know if people are willing to put in that work and build up their, their base. Now, we have plenty of models of it now. You have the, the chances, the rust. Uh, Toby, I remember seeing Toby. In Philly, actually, a few years ago, I bought VIP tickets for like 60, 70 bucks. You can't get VIP tickets for nothing. Yeah. 60, 70 bucks. Yeah. And we saw him. I can't think of the venue, but we got to do the meet and greet. Met his wife, met Nell. And I remember the show, tight venue, to see what he's doing now, the independent route. Like, I remember him after the show, rushing down to where they were doing the merch. He's like, yo, buy that merch. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, get that merch. Like, he was on it. Mm -hmm. Like, working. I'm just like, yo, that's the grind that people aren't seeing. It's like, do you really, do you want to create art or do you want to be famous? Right. There's a difference. It's like, do you want to be famous or do you really want to, like, do you have a passion for this thing? And I can tell that you seriously have a passion for it. And if you become famous, it's just, it just comes with it. You know what I'm saying? It's like working out. You get muscles. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that that's powerful. Um, that you you went that route and I didn't know that you were that young. Yeah. Like like doing it like that. It was a blessing because it was like I was able to see it so early that I, now that I'm older, even as I went through school, it was like certain things I wouldn't even Right. I wouldn't the fact that you were even thinking like that at that young. Yeah. <laughs> at that grade level. I feel like my brain was somewhere else. I was playing sports, but it's like I wasn't that focused. Mm -hmm. You were like focused at that age, like I know what I want. And that that that's a blessing to have that because some people don't get that. I know people my age. Um, I just turned thirty two. It's like people still haven't gotten that. Mm -hmm. So for you to have that vision, what it does is it allows you to say no to a lot of different things mm -hmm. that don't align with your vision. And you obviously are someone who carries yourself with integrity, and you have a very clear vision, and you're not allowing anything, an opportunity or something, to mess that up. And that's powerful because I feel like a lot of times we jump on opportunities. And sometimes good opportunities still ain't aligned with what you need to be doing. And that's a tough thing for people to do, man, to, to kind of turn those things down. But you sound like you're on that, you're, you're in that space where it's like, I can create this the way I want to create this, the way I feel like God's telling me to create this. And that's that's really a powerful, powerful space to be in. So what's next? You know what I'm saying? What's next for, for, for everything that you're doing? Like, what's the next step? Yeah, so... Um Man, I, I obsess over this every day. Like, I actually, my mantra every day is like, yo, you will make your living wages that you make at work through music via these channels. So I have a couple of things that I'm trying to 
build and develop. One of my favorite things is like a, a course called Creative Believers. So uh, that's a name I deem for people like me who are just creative and believers and they want to figure out how to get their message to the world. Right. Mm-hmm. So like my digital marketing expertise, along with like some creative philosophy that I use, I kind of just I'm putting that all in a little course and then also giving them access to me, um, to each other as well, to collaborate in community um, on like a weekly basis so that so that we can. The end goal is to uh, help 100 artists build their brands worldwide so that we can route a tour in each other's cities. And um, that's fine not just be artists, but actually touch the community in a real way. So uh, that's one of my, um, like the things I'm, I'm really like putting my all into. Another thing is a journal that I'm coming out with. Um, I journal every day and I've done it for years. I probably got like 50 journals of the things that you're seeing now, like all written down years ago. Like I want to do this, I want to do that. So is it specific like when you're journaling or is it like, or, or not, let me, let me not say specific. Is it like a format like every day? I'm going to do these things I'm grateful for or every day I'm going to just get out whatever's in my mind on this. So, yeah, I have a morning routine that, like, does some things, but the journal is, like, just go. How do you feel? Like, just go. Um, But oftentimes, my journal will be a to-do. It'll end up being a to-do list because after I say how I feel, I feel like the answer to that is, yo, just just get back on, on your grind. So I'll end up, yo, I feel like this. All right, but today work on music. Make sure you call your mom, um, print some T-shirts out, like do something. So um, mm. I want to create that journal because at a very, I w- at what I would call my rock bottom, I would go to Barnes and Nobles. I would literally skip class and go to Barnes and Nobles. Um, and I found, a, I found a journal slash workbook and I just went through it, man. I just bought it. And every day I would just go through it and go through it. And that changed my entire life. Wow. Because I was able to see all of my setbacks be setups for mm. where I'm at today. And I never went back and like, like opened up about some of these things. I never, like, I just compacted it. So when I'm going back and I'm like, Oh, this happened. The records, the record deal situation happened. Oh, but now you're much more prepared for anything in the future. Right. And um, that changed my entire life. So mm. I want to give creatives that as well. So those are two things that I'm like, those are two things that I feel like creatives need to, like I get all the technical stuff we need, but it's like something as simple as journaling is a game changer. And I only know that from experience because I journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as much as I, I would love to, um, but I, I bought this journal. I journaled a lot. Like I have them all in my office, but the most recent one, I put on um, letters to God. So it's literally every day. It's almost like having a pen pal. And I'm just like, hey, what's going on? Da, 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 this is how I'm feeling. And this happened. Da, da, da. And I'm just getting it all out. And at the end, it's like, uh, it's your son, love you, talk to you later. And it's, it's simply me journaling, but in the form of like, I'm just writing these letters to God. Just me and him talking, conversing, you talk back to me, I write what I'm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that journaling is powerful, man. It allows you to release a lot of those things. You can organize your thoughts. And then, like you said, you can see those setbacks and like, oh, okay, that actually set me up for this. Like nothing was in vain mm-hmm. whatsoever. Like this is all working together for my good. So that that's dope right there. And I'm looking forward to that. That course is going to be. That's going to be fire, bro. That's going to be fire. And I'm also believing uh, soon and very soon you'll be in a position where your art is is pretty much taking care of you. I think that that's fire when we get to create and, and utilize the gifts that God has given us to provide. Because for me, the generation before, like us, you know, my parents, 
but and my grandpa and all of them it's like they they work these just these strenuous hours 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 at places that they hated to work let's be let's be honest to, to make a living for their family and they did what they had to do um so even talking to you know like some people from that generation about what i'm doing now and different things like huh <laughs> you don't want to be a firefighter it's like wait what it's like no nah, I'm, I'm cool that's not for me i want to create and use my gifts and um the word says your gifts will make room for you. And <laughs> I was talking to my mom. I'm like, you know, your gifts will make room for you. God didn't say he was going to make room for you. Your mm-hmm. gift will. He gave us the gift. But you have to utilize that gift for his glory. And, um, man, you you fully in your gift, bro. So it's only a matter of time before the gift, you know, comes back and shows some real love to you in that way where you can really create from that place. Um, so, man, it's been a pleasure, first and foremost, bro. Um, but I do got a few more things before we close out real quick. I want you to let them know how can they get in touch with you? How can they, you know, hear your music, get into your story, anything that you have, I want you to go ahead and share that. Yeah. So, um, the best place to just see everything that I'm doing is on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is who am I TV.tv. That's W H O A M I TV.tv. Uh, that is also my website handle. So, if you just type in whoamitv.tv on Google, uh, you can find my website and you can browse around. I got a couple of different uh, little links you can go through as far as the music, the motivation events, uh, whatever you, whatever you want to do. Um, I think those are the, the best two places. And hop on that email list if you can, because uh, although I put a lot out onto the Internet, some things are just a little bit uh, too much for the Internet. But I do still like to share those with people who are interested. So if you're interested in going behind the scenes and really seeing kind of what my day-to-day is like uh, doing these kind of things, definitely hop on that email list. I would love for you to be a part of that community. Right, right. Make sure y'all tap in, hit that email list, um, go listen to his music, hit the website, all of those things. Make sure y'all go follow him. I got to get down with that motivational tour thing you was talking about with the, the oh, event yeah. thing. That's fine. I gotta get, I gotta, we gonna, we're going to talk about that. Sure. That's fine. I got some ideas, too, that I would love to, to bring you along. Um, so, again, make sure y'all follow him. Show him some love, y'all. Uh, he's doing incredible work, as you can tell. He has integrity. Um, I really only rock with people who got integrity, to be honest. I'm at a point in my life where it's like, if you ain't got it, we, we can't roll. Because if not, at some point, things are going to fall apart, and then your true colors are going to show. Um, so I think that that's super important. So again, make sure y'all support him um, and, and just rock with his stuff, man. It's incredible, and it's high quality, too. You know what I'm saying? It's high quality, true, true art, bro. And And Again, as I was listening to your stuff today, it literally took me on like an emotional roller coaster. Like I said, it was like one long like therapy session with the highs, the lows, the truths, your vulnerability, um, your perspective. And I think that that's incredibly powerful when you can put that into words over a beat, mm-hmm. into visuals, you know what I'm saying, into art. And I think that that's you definitely have a gift, bro. And that's for sure. You definitely have a gift. So let's jump into this, man. As y'all know, I always have my guests bring a quote. Um, and my guy right here, who am I? His quote that he brought with him um, was an extremely powerful quote, by the way. And um, I'm definitely going to be using this one. I just want to let you know, bro. Please. I give you credit for sure. I always give credit. I'm going to be using this one. <laughs> Create yourself so the world doesn't. Create yourself so the world doesn't. Can you elaborate a little bit on it? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is... This is a quote that I live by and what what um, it's the answer to my artist name. So when I say, who am I? That the, the answer is create yourself so the world doesn't. Right. Mm. Um, I believe that 
we were created by God in his image. And uh, God is the ultimate creator. He created the heavens, the earth, people, all the animals that you see. So in his image to me means we are to create. Um, Adam's first mm. job was to was to create the environment in the garden, right? And so, um, but as society has progressed since back then, there's so many ways in which people are trying to program us through the media, right? And uh, a lot of people say, including myself, I want to find my purpose. I want to find yeah, myself. Time. When it's like God literally told you in the first chapter of Genesis, your gift is to create yourself so mm-hmm. the world doesn't. Um, and so mm-hmm. I, I just found that from, there's also another verse that was very instrumental in that, which was uh, something along the lines of uh, uh, be in the world, but not of it kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're here. Um, there's a bunch of things going on around us, but it's, it's up to us to be that lamp on top of the hill. And I don't mean to get too spiritual, but this is where yeah. where where the phrase came from. Yeah. Um, I felt like God just put it on me as I was doing my Bible Bible verses. Mm. So, yeah, that's heavy right there. Create yourself so the world doesn't. I love that man. I feel like that's a message that should be taught to like. I'm gonna be honest, like elementary kids, like they should be getting that from the rip, like just all the way through. And um, I don't even imagine how many lives that would change and save, bro. Create yourself so the world doesn't. Because we live now, as we talked about earlier, <clears throat> in the era of, you know, just social media and quick media. And people will let you know who they want you to be. You know what I'm saying? And they'll try to dictate who, you, who you're going to be for them. That's what the audience is, essentially, a lot of times for these people. And um, it's unfortunate because you lose who you really are. And then everything kind of falls apart at some point and you realize you were never yourself. Mm-hmm. Your whole life. You know what I'm saying? You get to the end of your life and you was like, I was never, I never got that. I can't even, ooh, I can't even fathom that. Getting to the end of your life was like, I never, I never did what Nate wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I never was my, I don't even know who I am. That's a scary thing, man. That's a, that's a scary, scary thing. So I appreciate that quote. Again, the quote is create yourself so the world doesn't. I, I do want to speak on that oh, yeah, one, yeah, one yeah, more yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please do, um, please do. It's very interesting because of, uh, like marketing and things that I do and like social media, I spend a lot of time on it. You realize on the bad, on the like negative side of things, a lot of people flex and you believe them, these, these rappers and like, like, and knowing a lot about the deals, they're probably not making the type of money that you think they are, right. but you believe them because that's, that's what they put out. Right. But what if you were just angry and every day when you go into work, you smiled, people would think you were happy. And then eventually you would be happy. That's mm-hmm. like, a create yourself so the world doesn't moment, man. And um, I just think that's so important because I personally have been here and I have a bunch of peers who feel victim to their circumstance. Wow. Um, it's like you're never a victim to your circumstance. The world will move around you. You just got to move it. So mm. I just want some, someone to take that. I felt like they might have needed that. Mm. I felt that. I felt that. And I know that that's why I'm blessed somebody, whether they catch that when it's releases a week after, a few years later. Because um, I believe this is going to live on forever, but that's a real word for somebody right there to almost. And it's not, it's not fake it till you make it kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not fake. Like feel your feelings, but it's like yo, just start showing up a different way. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you're going to be that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel that. And I think that that's powerful. Sometimes we fall victim to our our emotions and feelings, and we live in those things. You know what I'm saying? It's like the person who they just went through a tough breakup and they 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 upset, they stressed. So they just go play 
Uh, so Mary J. Blige all day long, and they just stay in that thing. But it's like, yo, work yourself out of that. Like, you can do this. Like, you don't have to stay in that. So I think that that's extremely powerful. And, and thank you for, for sharing that. Because, again, I know that that's going to really, really bless somebody, bro. For sure. So last thing I'll ask you, um, the main question for the show, of course, as you know, the title is Change Will Be Normalized. Um, for me, that was birthed out of frustration. Um, I always tell this story. I know y'all going to get tired of it, but you're going to hear it every podcast. I don't care. <laughs> but um, I was at a, a rally um, a couple years ago, and there was a lot of shootings in Atlantic City, a lot of teenagers dying, like back to back to back to back to back. It was crazy. And they asked me to come speak at this one um, march. And I really didn't want to because I, I just don't like the almost like the politicizing of it. Everybody wants to come out. All the political figures want to come out. But it's like, where are the people at on the streets on a daily, right? When y'all just walking past these kids, when y'all ignoring these kids, when y'all calling them terrible kids, when y'all down them, you know what I'm saying? Where are y'all at then? So I really didn't want to go, but I ended up going, going to the march and speaking. And like halfway through my speech, that phrase, change what we normalize, like came out of my mouth. Like I feel like it was a spirit within me. And it was just like, yo, we need to change what we normalize. Like this ain't normal. We, we've normalized this behavior. We normalize showing up on these occasions. And out of that, I started to think more and more. And I was like, oh, this applies to every aspect of life. You know what I'm saying? Say if you want to get in shape, throw that out there. You know, you got to change what you normalize. Put the snacks down. You got to start moving more. Let's cal- You know what I'm saying? There's different things. But it's like, what's that thing in your life that's not serving you? How can you change that? And that's how this was birthed. So long story short, I want to ask you, what does change what we normalize mean to you? That was a powerful story. Oh, man. Yo, the, the first place my, my mind went was um, there was a point in time in my life where I did a lot of research on black history, like okay. where we came from, our, our journey throughout the world. Um, and there were periods in time that are documented, um, so you can find on the Internet, validated that where uh, black people were painted in a negative light and um normalized in a sense to hate each other, to hate our women. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the things that we see in media today, um, flex on each other, uh, crabs in apparel mentality. Uh, uh, there's a bunch of things. And I just remember as a kid, I would always ask people questions and they would say things like, yo, why, why are you asking questions like this? Or I raised my hand in class and it's like, yo, he's doing too much. Mm-hmm. It's like, why is the bare minimum normalized in our community? Ooh. Um, so when I hear oh. change what we normalize, think about some of the things that you're doing. I think about some of the things that I'm doing um, and other creatives alike. I think that we are literally changing uh, what our community normalizes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's that's what I take from that statement. Wow. Wow. I always love that question because everybody gives a different answer, a different perspective. But that was powerful, bro. You know, why, why do we normalize the, the bare minimum? You know what I'm saying? Why do we normalize like mediocre behavior like? Sheesh, now that's that's heavy, bro. That was that was a great. Answer. I ain't gonna lie, I, I love that one, bro. So as we close out, y'all, look, make sure again that y'all are following my brother right here. Who am I? Um, also, make sure that you subscribe to the channel, share, leave some comments. If you listen to this on Spotify, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Um, also, make sure you join my free text community. For uh, daily inspiration, it's going to be in the comments below um, or, or the description below. Make sure you tap into that. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts, bro? Hey, Amen.
Create yourself so the world does. I mean, that's it. Subscribe mm. to my man's channel as well. Uh, mm. Other than that, it was a blessing to be here, man. Thank you. Nah, absolutely. I appreciate you, bro. And as always, when we started this season, um, since we got in this space at Rec, shout out to Rec Philly, too, um, for blessing me with this space right here to create and tap in with more creatives, man. It's, it's a true blessing. I'm meeting a lot of different people and we're able to have powerful conversations, man. So um, something new that I started, I was telling you about is just a quick prayer, man. Um, nothing to go too deep, too spiritual, but I believe that on top of just checking in with each other, I believe another form of showing love to each other is like, that's why I pray for you. A lot of times, you know, something that tragic can happen and people are posted on Facebook and Instagram and they'll need prayers and we'll just throw praying hands up. And for me, I started to notice that I always stop and actually pray for people. Like when they need it, I'll stop what I'm doing for a minute, even if I'm praying in my head because I'm in a space where I can't pray out loud. I'm going to say a quick prayer for that individual. So for all of my guests, um, I just like to say a quick prayer, you know, for safe travels, for coming on and different things like that. So we're going to jump right into that real quick. Father God, I, I thank you uh, first and foremost, uh, just for life, for allowing us to be here, um, for allowing us to create, Lord, and utilize our gifts. Thank you for providing us with a clear vision, Lord. Thank you for using us as your vessel to be a blessing unto others because you didn't have to use us. Thank you for my brother right here, my brother, who am I, um, and just the work that he's doing, Lord. Thank you for the mission that you placed in his heart. I'm grateful that he is working in excellence, Lord, and being an example to so many other people, Lord, who have a gift, who don't necessarily understand how to utilize it for your glory. I'm thankful that we finally got to connect, Lord. I thank you for Rec for providing this space. Um, and I pray that you would bless his endeavors, Lord. Bless everything that he's doing. And I pray that soon and very soon, Lord, that the fruits of his labor will show up and that his art will provide for him financially in a way that he wasn't even expecting. I thank you, Lord, for this space. And I pray that your will is being done through us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, y'all, that has been another episode of the Change or We Normalize podcast. I love y'all. Peace.